This is Daily Devotions Best Of with Pastor Tim Dodson from JF Believers Church. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting jfbelievers.com. Mark chapter 14. When it was evening, he came with the twelve. Now please notice that all twelve showed up. So Judas didn't run away after his act of treason. No, he stayed just playing along like he was one of them. He is and was the worst kind of turncoat, insidious and clandestine. Verse 18, and they sat and were eating. And Jesus said, most certainly I tell you, one of you will betray me, he who eats with me. They began to be sorrowful and to ask him one by one, surely not I. And another said, surely not I. And he answered them, it is one of the 12, he who dips with me in the dish. So what is here in a very interesting situation uh, shows us that suddenly these individuals, they all were concerned that they personally were the one whom would fail Jesus. It seems that the faithful never forget that they have a wicked heart. They know their capacity to sin and were concerned always about their own personal actions. Are we? I mean, do you think that Judas joined in on this self-evaluation? Because I doubt it. Certainly not with a, a genuine heart anyway. However, in reality, wolves will often shout hallelujah. They'll raise their hands and praise with all the rest right up until the time that they turn on the shepherd. Verse 21. For the Son of Man... For the Son of Man goes, even as it is written about him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had not been born. Certainly our Lord may be gracious. Yet Jesus herein wasn't going to go easy on Judas. Many people today live in a naive and childlike world and, well... They would have voted to give Judas some loving grace. Jesus, however, would not. Verse 22, as they were eating, Jesus took the bread, and when he had blessed, he broke it and gave it to them and said, Take, eat, this is my body. He took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them. They all drank from it. Verse 24, and he said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. Jesus wasn't going to be distracted. No, through it all, he continued to feed the hungry sheep. Jesus continually gave them of himself. From the beginning of his ministry, through To the end of the days, Jesus was the quintessential servant. In a picture that the apostles would not totally understand until after the cross and after the resurrection, Jesus herein presents himself as the Passover lamb. In life and death, in body and in spirit, he would be the new covenant. The 
perfected sacrifice that was now being made for the salvation of mankind. For several, several thousand years, God had allowed man to try to become right with him through their own efforts. I suppose that such was, well, no doubt the bare minimum amount of time required for a man to get the hint that he himself couldn't do it. And then God did what he always had planned to do. He sent his son to be the sacrifice for sin, to receive the judgment that we were to ultimately receive, to mm, bridge the chasm, if you will, between man and deity. Jesus, he broke the bread to represent his soon breaking upon the cross. He gave himself for us. His blood would be shed for all of mankind, yet accredited only to the accounts of those who would receive him. Verse 25 says, Most certainly I tell you, I will no more drink of the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it anew in God's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Jesus was here in making it clear that all of this was by no means his swan song. No, he would one day be back to pick them all up for eternity. The party of parties, the marriage supper of the Lamb. There wasn't a time that it uh, didn't have um, a chance for us to attend. Therefore, this was not a time for fear and sadness. And because of such, they raised their voices in praise. Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me tonight. Verse 27, For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. The Greek word for stumble literally means scandalize, meaning they would all stumble in fear and would abandon Jesus to stand alone as the sacrificial lamb. Man has since sought someone to blame for that crucifixion some 2,000 years ago. Yet, irony of ironies, the answer is right here in this verse. Because God said in Zechariah 13:7 that he would be the one to strike the shepherd. You see, Jesus said, no one takes my life. Rather, I lay it down. And to accept and even embrace that concept forces us to grasp the fact that the cross, well, it wasn't some horrific loss, but actually an extreme act of victory. The doors of heaven being thrown open, if you will. Love of his creation, you see, brought forth a supreme parental sacrifice. God would give the life of his only son for all of mankind. And by doing so, each of us would therefore have been given freedom. The only requirement is for us to step up and accept. Would we purposely then throw our winning ticket away? Hmm. Millions foolishly do it every day. And then, in an astounding display of loving grace, they wake up the next day there's that winning ticket in their pocket once again. And no matter how many times they throw it away, it reappears the next day, and the next day, 
and the next day, and every day until they stop waking up. Who amongst us could ask for a greater chance than that? That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Thank you.